into the contest. It's Friday the 23rd of July. Welcome to our afternoon sport deep dive. Oh, we're excited. The opening ceremony of the Olympic Games. Shane Lee, of course, torch bearer, torch runner <laughs> during the Sydney Games through Oak Flats. Have you got the whole uniform laid out? Has Lorraine sort of unstitched the pants to make them a 38 <laughs> rather than a 32? What's going on? Are you going to wear it tonight? Lorraine doesn't have any skills at all made in stitching <laughs> stuff, but um, I tell you what, no, I've had it had them dry cleaned. I'm going to go to Bunnings today and get some gas for my torch, and I'm going to get some matches ready. I'm going to light that torch for the opening ceremony, so I can't wait. All right, I'm going to burn the house down. We got the signed State of Origin jersey from New South Wales. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. That is Afternoon Sport, and you could win the New South Wales signed jersey. Of course, the trophy sitting pride of place at the New South Wales. Rugby League. Today it's Friday, that means former Olympian John Stephenson is on the show and Brisbane comedian rugby league lover Shad Wicker. So Shane, the Ollie Ruse, the Matildas obviously a good win, 2-1 over New Zealand, could have been a lot more than that, but 2-0 over the might of Argentina, this is one of the football giants of the world. Graham Arnold had come out and said we're going to shock the world, well boy oh boy, he started that way. Mate, didn't they what? And to beat Argentina, that is a significant win um, in, in world soccer, and Graham Arnold, yes, I like what he said to the team beforehand, he said, look, there's going to be a lot of people suffering in lockdown at home, guys. Let's do it for them. And they sure did. You know, Lachlan Wales came out and uh, with the early goal. But I love the story. It's Marco Tilio, who, um, for those who know, he's the, the Melbourne City um, player who had, had a great A-League this year. Um, making his debut due to injury, he came on second touch, scores a goal, and a brilliant goal from outside the box. Yeah, it was laser-like, wasn't it? Absolutely laser. 2-0, the Oli Roos off to a fantastic start. And because Spain and Egypt, uh, of course, it is the pool of death, they're calling it, had that nil-all draw, Australia is on top of their pool. So go the mighty Oli Roos. This is Afternoon Sport. Coming up next, we love this guy, Brisbane comedian, rugby league. He's so passionate about the sport. It's Chad Wicker. I love this time of the week. It is Friday and one of our favourites. Shad Wicker, he's a Brisbane comedian. He does a lot of things. He's also a passionate and studious rugby league fan. Shad, how are you, buddy? I'm good, guys. I'm doing very well. I'm a little bit worried about you, though, this week. Tim uh, Goodman, <laughs> I think the lockdown is getting to you, my friend. Um, what have I done? I noticed on Instagram, usually a man who loves the finer things in life, but you've now resorted to Aldi wines, I believe. <laughs> oh, thanks for saying that. Thanks for saying that. I might get some freebies. I haven't, I haven't had a phone call. They actually, and Shane will back me up on this, they've got a very good sommelier at Aldi wines. Don't they, Shane? Some of that French stuff coming in. But they do, and they're not even paying us, mate, for us to say that, so that's uh, that's fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I've seen a few smelly blokes in the aisles of Aldi as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> But my wife, she, she loves a bottle of wine, but I'd rather uh, serve up $10 quality than $18 stuff. So uh, they, there's, don't tell anyone. That's the secret behind it. Now, speaking of quality, the, the Raiders looked good last night, Chad. 12-10 uh, over the Eels. And Ricky Stewart, he won't go away, mate. He's like a bit of chewing gum on a shoe, I reckon, old Ricky Stewart. You can't get rid of him. I think it's fascinating, the Raiders' story this year, isn't it? Because they look like the wheels are completely fall off, fallen mm. off earlier in the year. Now it's uh, they're starting to like string a few wins together. I'm I, like... 
I'm a little bit annoyed because, as you know, I do not like seeing him in a press conference. Yes. He still manages to complain even when they win. (laughs) (laughs) He does. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like COVID's been around since he started, Ricky. He's got that thorough proud, and he. Oh, yeah. But but the, that was brutal. That game was absolutely brutal. And to to win it twelve ten, um, they did well. They did very very well, and they got some young spark out the back. I think it's just great to finally see that defensive football can still exist because mm. six again rule and everything in rugby league changing to make it as close to touch footy or Oz tag as you wanted it to be. It was nice to see, uh, weirdly, a, a game finish at halftime with nil all scores and really good defence. Like that last tackle, um, I can't remember who did it, but out of, it was a... Rappenau, wasn't it? It might have been Rappenau on the outside, just completely smothered the play when Parramatta looked like they were going to break the deadlock. It was unreal. It was, mate. And we're going to have... Uh, we'll have two blowouts today. I think the Roosters take on the Knights and the Cowboys take on the Storm. So you'd probably say the Storm and the Roosters there. But the big game tomorrow, mate, it's one I'm sure you'll be watching, is the Rabbits take on the Warriors. Mm, that's my uh, in my family rivalry going on yes. right there. Um, I, think, I think you've got the blowouts wrong, though, if I'm going to be Ooh. honest. I actually think that uh, the Rabbitohs will do their classic slow start and then put us away with a big scoreline in the second half. Mm. But I reckon the Knights might be able to beat the Roosters. Really? Okay. Ooh, I don't know. I'm not sold about what's going on. And obviously they've got all the excuses in the world. If there was ever a team in the comp right now that could be like, well, look, our season's over, retirements, injuries and whatnot. I'm not convinced. I love Walker. I think he's great. He's going to be a superstar player. But there's something about that Rooster side. I feel like it's not as in- invincible as other teams used to think it was mm. over the last few years. Okay. I, I, I think they look okay, though. I, I like Billy Smith. That, that was a big decision to drop Josh Morris, a huge decision from Trent Robinson this week. But as you say, the Knights have started to strike a little bit of form, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. This whole World Cup thing, it's, it's really disappointing. I know that the international game of rugby league struggles at the best of times, but Australia and New Zealand pulling out of the, the Rugby League World Cup because of the pandemic, that pretty much closes the door on the whole thing, doesn't it? One hundred percent, and it's a shame because uh, being born in Tonga, I mean, we we almost won. We almost won one. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, leave them out and leave us in because we will win. Well, that's it. Well, well, you guys know I'm half Lebanese, so my son's 25%, but he loves following the Cedars. He goes, Dad, Lebanon's going to make the grand final of the World Cup. <laughs> I, I, um, I think it was, to be honest, a bit ridiculous for the mm. IRL to even think that they could put one on. And I, I, to be honest, I think it should be said that Australia and New Zealand should probably be applauded. The two teams mm. that were definitely going to be more than likely be in the grand final and most likely win it. There's not many other sports where a team would be like, we could win this, mm. but with what's going on, we're just not going to risk it. And I think also the fact that there's probably not enough money in the IRL at the moment to play a World Cup to really make much cash. But you're going to fly over to the UK where, what is it? It's like, what, the 50,000 cases? Like it was yeah. a 50,000 a week or something yeah. the other day? Like, what's I, going on? I think it's pretty crazy the IRL didn't go, we're going to postpone it. And why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? I think you touched on a good point there. They're, they're basically, uh, the biggest problem is here, there's not enough money to ensure the tournament. And and, uh, and if you can't do that, so the Olympic Games, even if they didn't do it, it was fully insured. Yeah, yeah, fair. And, and you're not even playing it in a place that will really turn out to it. I mean, if it was here, I mean, look, honestly, if you want the Rugby League World Cup to go ahead, you know where it has to go. It has to come here to Queensland. Tonga. It's the only way it works. <laughs> the only way sport will live on is by being played in Queensland right now. We've got the AFL, we've got the Rugby League, the Olympics are coming. Bring the Rugby League World Cup. Hell, bring the Soccer World Cup as well. We'll get them playing down here as well. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's not, not going to be delayed. That is the opening ceremony tonight, and your Queen Palaszczuk has been told by Uncle John Coach she must go. 
I'd tell you what, it's always nice to have a, a good mate there to bail you out, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the first thing that happened here in Queensland was every uh, every talkback radio station, every breakfast radio show mm. was mentioning the fact that the con- the uh, conspiracy theory, uh, was it set up? It was dead set set up, wasn't it? I reckon too, eh? I 100% think so as well. And I'm thinking, how long can you ride this out? Well, yeah, the um, ceremony's done. Well, I mean, you've got to watch the Matildas, though, honestly. Oh, you, yeah. Well, that old saying, you can't bullshit a bullshitter, <laughs> and that's the whole country in Australia. We're sort of that's part of our yeah. that's part yeah. of our strong suit. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, I think it's it's it was a controversial decision to want to go and get the Olympics. I reckon it's great to be honest. Mm, I think it's I, great to get the Olympics down here. I think it's different being bringing it to Australia. I know they mentioned how it goes to other countries, and it just you know it can it's not as worth as much money as they say it is. But I think as a sport sport loving nation that we are. And it's going to be 10 years on from now, which fingers crossed. We'll be through this time pandemic. <laughs> yeah, like, fingers crossed we're not up to the, what, the 89th lockdown. Strain, whatever we're going through. We're going through the police alphabet at the moment. Um, if, I think it'll be perfect. It'll be something to really explode here in Australia. Mm. We love it. We love our sport. And I can't wait to be an expert in European handball again. <laughs> As the yes. off right now. But yeah, look, I think it's fantastic at the moment with uh, with Brisbane. Look, half my family's all in Queensland. You know, I, I get pretty aggressive around Origin time, but we spend half our life up there, and I think that it'll be absolutely wonderful. Oh, I still, I'm old enough to remember 1982 and Matilda, where she gave us the wink out of QE too. So uh, bring on the games, Shad. Have a good one, buddy. We'll uh, we'll talk next week. Eh? You too, legends. Catch you soon. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, we're going to talk to former Olympian himself, Mr. John Stephenson. Now, Shana, you're into the finer things in life. Have you tried Volando tequila? Timmy, I actually have. It's fantastic. It's high-end. It's world-class. What do you mean? Does that mean it tastes good? It does. It's really more than your average tequila. You've got to think more whiskey. Think smooth, rich in taste and high in spirit. Sounds like a great addition to taco night. Well, it moves taco night from Tuesday all the way to Saturday, if you know what I mean, Timmy. Oh, I know what you mean. It must be pretty special. Valando Tequila, for the moment. For more information, head to volandotequila.com.au. Get to the website and use discount code TEQUILA15 for 15 bucks off any purchase until the end of July 2021. Oh, it's Friday. That means it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It's a lot of fun. And the man, I love him a lot, former Olympian John Stephenson. How are you, my man? Yes, Timmy. Yes, Shane. Can we start calling Friday like John Day? Can we just like officially use <laughs> call hey, it John Day? Yes, how, Shane. How's the mood today? How's the mood? I'm good. good. I'm actually, I'm, look, Brisbane winning the Olympic Games, I'm sure we'll talk yes. about is uh, definitely brightened up my spirits. It's a beautiful sunny day um, here in Sydney, so I'm wrapped, mate. Hey, just just on just on that, Johnny. I got an idea for the uh, opening ceremony for the for the Brisbane Olympics. I reckon we'll get, I reckon we'll get Bezos to build us a rocket. We'll put you in the rocket. We'll put a big wick on your head. We'll light light the wick, and we'll fire you off to light the Olympic flame. What do you reckon? That would be great TV. Look, nothing beats Barcelona with a bow and arrow, right? So this is just a step up. <laughs> That's it, man. From the guy shooting arrow into the flame, right? We're using rockets. You know what I'm saying? John Stephenson goes into space, the first six-pack <laughs> aloft. So, John, it, it's look, to be honest, it's different. We know that. There's no crowds. We know that. Everyone's talking about COVID at the moment. It's starting to change a bit. Personally, and I'll be selfish here, I just love the fact that the Olympics are on. 
Well, you've said that from the beginning, Tim, and I, I think it's cute that you're, you know, that you're still romantically uh, are excited about the game. But we can't, but we cannot, we cannot avoid the obvious that it's going to be a completely different game. I mean, I saw footage of athletes in the village and I've been to three Olympic games and experienced how great the village atmosphere is. And they're all socially distancing, all got masks on. I mean, look, it's going to be purely about competition. It's going to be purely about performances. And, um, and I think as I keep saying this as a viewer watching the broadcast from Australia, I think it's going to be, it's going to be refreshing and enjoyable for us to watch sport, you know, in its entirety for two weeks. I think so. Surely this time, of the year when when the Olympics comes around every four years, I should say. But uh, surely you're falling asleep at night with your with your running spikes on at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> In my spandex and running tight. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm doing a bit of work, you know. Obviously, with with different with another broadcast partner through the Olympic Games. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be watch watching. I'll be up watching the games. Even if I wasn't, I'd still be watching the games. I love sport. I mean, I think everybody that loves sport. We come from a sporting culture in Australia. Um, it's it's in our DNA as Australians. So. Um, we love Olympics and we'll, we look, that's why gambling is one of the biggest industries in Australia, sporting industry in Australia, because we love it. We love having a punt. We love watching sport. We love backing a winner and we love watching people win or things win. So the Olympic Games provides that in abundance and uh, I'm mm. sure that's why people still tune in. I don't know how I'm going to say this, but I'll give it a go. Look, when Matt Shervington ran, they, 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 they bounced a bit, you know, there was, there was a bit of plum action, but you managed to find the right spandex or undergarment to they stayed in place. How did you do that? He tied, he tied it to his leg. <laughs> Boys, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the honest truth. I, um, I, when I first started running, I moved uh, to Sydney to train with, with Shervo. And obviously everyone, everyone knew that Shervo's junk, you know, ran a separate race to his race, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so when I, I promise you this, I, I bought the smallest pair of underwear to race in. I used to strap my boy down because I just did not want any Shervo action, man, to take away from my excellent performances, boys, you know what I mean? Because that's a performance in itself, watching my old boy jangle around, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to run with a wing keel, that's for sure. Now, listen, (laughs) a a little thing here. Let's go to some motor racing. Um, Did you see the Hamilton and and Verstappen accident? What did you think of that? Shane, I'm so glad you brought that up today. Uh, It was – I loved it. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I love that they're spitting on Lewis. I love that Lewis spat back on Max. I love that Christian Horner jumped in and started spitting on Lewis straight after the race. I love that the fans are divided. This is brilliant. This is sport. Lewis did nothing wrong. Max did nothing wrong. Two hard races went into a very, very famous corner called Cops. It's it's almost a 300-kilometer-an-hour corner. And Lewis went for the inside corner. People are saying, look, there was never a move there. Lewis said, nah, move was there. The gap was open. Max should have given me way. I was halfway up through the rule in motor racing. If your car is halfway up next to the car on the outside, inside of you, you or especially on the inside of you, you have the right of way. Right. And Lewis said, look, I had my car halfway up there. The nose was in. He should have, he should have re- relinquished the corner. And um, it saw Max Verstappen get hit by Lewis's front, front uh, uh, wing, uh, which then spun Max into the, into the barrier at, 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 uh, 51 G's, he hit that barrier. Um, so he was a bit dazed, he was a bit confused, and then there was a lot of conjecture on how that Lewis celebrated after the race, which which Max and Max's fans and Christian Horner said, look, it's a hollow victory. How dare you celebrate? Max almost could have died in an accident, and you know, Lewis is celebrating. I thought it was hard racing. Lewis had a crack. Max, Max is a hard race. If you watch the three corners before that corner, Max was left, right, blocking, he took a 
big dive into turn, I think it was turn five. He took a massive turn six, massive dive right before the accident happened, which didn't stop Lewis from overtaking him there. So I think it was fair hard racing. I'm looking forward to the next Grand Prix. And I, I, I did not articulate myself well enough, guys. We were talking about the Silverstone Grand Prix, which was last week. So, um, But it was absolutely um, amazing to watch. Lewis then came back because he received a 10-second penalty for the crash and ended up winning the Grand Prix, which I thought was a mm. superb drive. Um, um, beating Charles Leclerc with two laps to go. I thought it was absolutely brilliant Formula One racing. Yeah, well, and they'll all love it because everyone's talking about Formula One. John, um, look, uh, hopefully you didn't have any breathing problems when you had to go and buy those extra-sized <laughs> small underpants way back when. I think it's brilliant that Brisbane has got the Olympic Games. It's something for all of us in this next generation to look forward to. And let's talk about that and talk about Tim Zoo next week, eh? Oh, yeah, we could. But just before we get off my, my junk um, and my small underwear, <laughs> this, this is another very true story. Those that I wore the same pair of underwear for 13 years of my career, and when I finished, I had I had bobby pin, not, wow. not those safety pins, keeping them together, and now they're now hung up in one the in the guest bathroom in my home in a frame. <laughs> That's gross. And they were they were they were, they were, they were wow. Oriton underwear. And you remember Oriton underwear yeah. with the with the business back in the day, right? Oh, they would have had more skid marks than Oran Park or Amaru. <laughs> <laughs> what a smell from here. Jesus. <laughs> oh, uh, have anyway. undies, Will Run. Love you, Johnny. See you, Johnny. See you, John Day. Take care, boys. Have a good <laughs> See you, mate. Bye, buddy. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure that you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you goes out today to Shad Wicker and to John Stephenson. Thank you to Spartan Sports. www.spartansportshq.com And a big thank you to our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We'll be back Monday with your daily dose of sport. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.